Good morning, this is Trained by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth. And we're in the book of Job. We're in Job 23. Job has gone through a devastating time in his life. He's lost his flocks, he's lost his herds, he's lost his children. He's covered with boils. Um, and he has three companions who aren't his closest friends, as we found out a couple chapters ago. Who are basically telling him that... He must have done something wrong to have all of this calamity happen to him. And he knows he's innocent. So he's kind of wrestling with God about, God, why did this happen? And we get to look at all those things, all those attitudes that people have when something bad happens. That um, makes us realize that, first of all, there's an enemy of our souls that... In this world of good and evil, um, is allowed to, to to bring trials because the trials pr- help us with our faith. and And Job comes out of this shining and stronger, but in the midst of the struggle, it looks ugly. It looks messy. And so Job is answering one of these companions. Eliphaz the Temanite, who just to ask, is a man profitable to God? Like, that's even a question worth asking. Um, and so Job is answering this friend, and that's where we are in Job 23. Then Job answered and said, Today also my complaint is bitter, my hand is heavy. On account of my groaning, oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I would might might come even to his seat. I would lay my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know what he would answer me and understand what he would say to me. Would he contend with me in the greatness of his power? No, he would pay attention to me. There an upright man could argue with him, and I would be acquitted forever by my judge. So Job appeals directly to God, and he says, If I could just talk with God directly... You would know that I am innocent. And that the one who truly judges me knows my innocence. Verse 8. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. And backward, but I do not perceive him. On the left hand, when he is working, I do not behold him. He turns to the right hand, but I do not see him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. Job has this full confidence, not necessarily in his behavior, but he knows that he has followed God's way. He knows that God knows his way because he's followed God's way. He knows that when he is tried, he knows this is a trial. He's come to that conclusion through through the past chapters. Took a minute, but... He's come to that conclusion through these chapters. He's going, when he tries me, when he tries me, just like gold is tried in a fire and all the dross water falls off, he's like, I'm going to come forward as gold. You know, this is a beautiful promise, beautiful promise of what God will do with us. When he's finished with us, we're going to come forth as gold. Beautiful. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my portion of food. 
but he is unchangeable, and who can turn him back what he desires that he does? For he will complete what he appoints for me, and many such things are in his mind. Therefore I am terrified at his presence, when I consider I am in dread of him. God has made my heart faint, the Almighty has terrified me, yet I am not silenced because of the darkness, nor because thick darkness covers my face. That was part of the argument of Eliphaz. Um, the darkness doesn't bother me. I know that doesn't mean anything. Um, it doesn't separate me from God, is basically what Job is saying here. Why are not times of judgment kept by the Almighty? <laughs> and why do those who know him never see his days? Some move landmarks. They seize flocks and pasture them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless. They take the widow's ox for for a pledge. They thrust the poor off the road. The poor of the earth all hide themselves. Behold, like wild donkeys in the desert, the poor go out to their toil, seeking game. The wasteland yields food for their children. They gather their fodder in the field, and they glean the vineyard of the wicked man. They lie all night naked, without clothing, and have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the rain of the mountains, and cling to the rock for lack of shelter. There are those who snatch the fatherless child from the breast, and they take a pledge against the poor. They go about naked, without clothing, hungry. They carry the sheaves among the olive rows of the wicked. They make oil. They tread the wine presses, but suffer thirst. From out of the city the dying groan, and the soul of the wounded cries for help, yet God changes no one, charges no one with wrong. There are those who rebel against the light, who are not acquainted with its ways and do not stay in its path. The murderer rises before it is light, that he may kill the poor and needy. And in the night he is like a thief. The eye of the adulterer also waits for the twilight, saying, No eye will see me. And he veils his face. In the dark they dig through houses. By day they shut themselves up. They do not know the light, for deep darkness is morning to all of them. For they are friends with the terrors of deep darkness. You say, swift are they on the face of the waters. Their portion is cursed in the land. No treader turns toward their vineyards. Drought and heat snatch away the snow winter. So does shale those who have sinned. The womb forgets them. The worm finds them sweet. They are no longer remembered. So wickedness is broken like a tree. They wrong the barren, childless woman and do no good to the widow. Yet God pro prolongs the life of the mighty by his power. They rise up when they despair of life. He gives them security and they are supported and his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted a little while and then are gone. They are brought low and gathered up like all others. They are cut off like the heads of grain. If it is not so, who will prove me a liar and show that there is nothing in what I say? So all the friends have made this argument that the the wicked, um, you know, get cut off and all of this. And Job is saying, that's not true. That's not true. Look around you. Look at what the world is like. Because what you're telling me is not true. God is doesn't have hours in which he's currently judging these people and condemning them. And it's pretty obvious because the world is a mess. And, you know, there's so many people that wonder this same question. This, this is exactly the questions. You know, well, where is God? Job is saying that here. 
you know, I, I don't see God judging things right now. If he was judging things right now, this world would be a different place. But this world is a, is, is a world of tests. And when I get through this test, I'm going to shine like gold because I have followed his way. And he makes me right. And that's that's the only answer we can have in this world. There's good and evil mixed. And there will be a judgment day, but it's not today. And that leaves us with a mess. And Job's absolutely right. Like we are we are we are in a time of testing. This whole world, this whole life on earth as it is right now is a time of testing. And God affirms Job in what he says um, later on in this book. Um, so we, we know that Job is coming from the right point of view. And... We can't ignore what goes on around us. And we can't get so bitter against God, even though we struggle at these times. Just like Job says, I despair. God's going to finish this test. And, I, you know, it's not, it's, this hasn't been fun. God's going to allow this test to finish. But when I'm done, when he's done testing me, I'm going to come forth like gold. Because... He's going to take, he, he's going to show, he knows who I really am. He knows what I've really followed. And no matter what anybody else thinks of me, God knows. And we see that repeated, actually I was reading earlier in Galatians, and we see that repeated in the life of Paul. It's like, guys, you know, no matter what anybody else says, I know, I know that I'm following Christ, and we're all equals here. God's the judge, and there is no partiality in his judgment. He's not more fair upon one than he is another. In this world, all of us have trials and tribulations. And when he does judge, we're all going to we're all going to see the gold that comes forth from following him. So, let's pray. Father God, thank you for showing us by this beautiful life of Job that you are you are allowing the choice of good and evil to take place in this world, but you have a purpose. And we're going to go through a test, but we're going to have a testimony. And we're going to go through trials, but we're going to shine like gold. And Lord, thank you. Thank you for being a good and righteous and impartial judge. And our only judge. You're the only judge that matters. Thank you for letting us watch the wrestlings of Job because we have similar wrestlings in times of trial. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy in all things. In Jesus' precious name, to you be the honor and the power and the glory and the kingdom forever and ever and ever. Amen and amen.
This is Stream by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth, and if you need some resources or would like to know more or would like to be part of Proclaiming His Excellencies on this broadcast, um, please let me know, either by answering the question at the end and, and elaborating a little bit, asking for what you need, or emailing me at trainedbygrace2 at gmail.com. Um, and put in the subject line podcast and whatever you need below. God bless you. And remember, you are one of his excellencies today.